What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on Sherdog.com. My name is Sean Sheehan, and I am back with a review podcast this time for One Fight Night 14 over on Amazon in the US and Canada. It was Stanford's Hammond event in the main event, but that does not tell the story of this wonderful card. I think what was it was 10 fights, one decision. Uh, it was it was absolutely incredible. Uh, uh, fa- or sorry, two decisions. Uh, one of which was the the uh, the Muay Thai, but oh, or sorry, the uh, the grappling. But what a card! What a card from top to bottom. Um, I uh, <laughs> I almost uh, could spend two hours doing this. Never mind a half an hour reviewing this card because it was an absolutely fantastic one. Um, a lot of news, I suppose, from it, and I suppose a lot of. Good wins for one championship, you know, the people who I suppose they would want to push, the likes of Stamp, uh, the likes of Sundell, the likes of Daniel Kelly, uh, the likes of uh, Jin Yang, the likes of John Lineker, all won, and all won, you know, pretty impressively, so uh, an absolutely fantastic night for one championship, and uh, do you know what, a fantastic night for the, the sport as well, because it was uh, it was a, a pretty a pretty epic night, now, these are one of those Fights that are one of these events that you look at afterwards and you think, oh, I need to update my list for the um, the event of the, <laughs> event of the year uh, awards uh, after this because it was it was that good to be honest. And um, yeah, if you haven't seen it, check it out. If you're as I said, Amazon Prime over in the US and Canada, but the whole thing is on YouTube here in Ireland uh, and I believe in the UK as well. So you know, one do actually do a really good job of of that putting it on YouTube, and uh, I think it's on their website as well for a. Uh, Minimal enough fee, so definitely want to check out. But if you don't want to do that, you just want to listen to me recap it. Here we go. Let's do it. Um, I'm going to start at the main event because you know that was uh, a fascinating main event, entering the guard, but also for what happened just before it. So um, just before the main event, Angela Lee um, came out and relinquished her belt, announced her retirement, um, and talked about a new. Uh, initiative that she will be starting um, to help people deal with mental health issues, um, people in sports and beyond, and all of that. And, you know, she spoke about her uh, her sister Victoria, who uh, committed suicide at the turn of the year, um, and she spoke about that during the week as well. But she announced officially the retirement um, tonight. It was it was such a sad scene. Um, it was one of those. I was watching that, and I was kind of like. I was thinking to myself, I, I really hope this gives peace for a while, you know, because obviously the family and her brother and the whole, you know, the whole family, when your sister, what, what, she was only a teenager, her sister, and when something like that happens, I, I thank God I've never gone through, or, uh, through anything like that, but you can only imagine the, the heartbreak um, and wh- how much more, uh, how much worse could it be when, you have spotlight, you know, and she has a, a massive spotlight over there with all the one championship uh, cards, you know, with when they walk out, you see the the people holding the title and she's one of them there and everyone's kind of like, even me, I, I, I interviewed Chattery what, maybe two or three months ago and I kind of said to him, look, and I try to keep it as respectful as possible, but when is Christian E, when is Angela Lee coming back? And I feel like putting those questions to bed for a while anyway is, is a, such a good decision. Like, I think if Angela Lee was to retire now, you know, I don't think anyone would, would ask for anything back from her. But maybe this is 
something that you know that the family can go on they can find peace for a while and hopefully day by day things can improve and maybe we'll see the you know Angela Lee back or maybe we'll see Christian Lee back but maybe that's a chat for another day but the main part is that you know that peace hopefully will be found for Angela and, and for the family as much as possible you know as much as possible in, in this really really tough situation and um you know, it was it was a beautiful moment with the crowd. I suppose cheering her as she uh, as she walked away, and then you know she came back and she was part of the main event and you know part of the commentary. Which initially I was a bit like, oh, I don't know, is that the best decision? She kind of had a nice send off, maybe leave it at that. But then she, I think she actually added a lot to it. She handed over the belt uh, as well to um, to stamp at the end. So it was a nice moment there, and maybe a nice way to kind of uh, to close it out like that. So. Um, all in all, I, I would hand it to one championship. I think they they, they did a good job of it. Um, you know, maybe maybe it, some people or another way it could have been done was to do a kind of a package and leave the package as it was, as they kind of did. But they decided to do it live, and it, look, it worked out. And I think maybe Angela Lee wanted it that way, possibly. So you know, I, I wouldn't fault him anyway for what happened. But um, having said that, so she relinquished the belt. And Stamp and Ham fought for the official belt. Obviously, they were uh, initially uh, fighting for the interim belt, but it turned into the uh, the main belt. Um, so let's just go through the fight itself. Uh, round one, Ham absolutely sprinted across the cage, and that was almost the last sprint in the fight from 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 her or from from uh, from Stamp as well. Although we had a bit more from Stamp. There's just a lot of like hand fighting, but not the, you know, not the old school maybe uh, Johnny Hendricks, Robbie Lawler hand fighting. There was a lot of just like who is going to be able to reach for the jab first type of stuff, and it was it wasn't great. There was no action, um, and I I just wonder did you know that the Angela Lee announcement was. I, it was very tough to watch at home. If you're watching it there live, if you're sitting backstage, you're getting prepared for a fight. I can only imagine how tough that must have been. And maybe that played into it a little bit, right? Maybe it in, played into the slow start uh, a little bit. It's just, it was a very emotional time. And, uh, you know, I could definitely forgive them for that if that was part of it. But, um, you know, Ham landed a leg kick and a left hand midway through the round. Then landed another left hand. Sam landed uh, a body kick. And, you know, it was one of maybe two or three body kicks in the first round, and we'll see what happened afterwards, but smart, 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 smart. She was working the body, wasn't doing too much, wasn't landing too much, but got that, and it paid off in the end. There was a hard left hand by uh, Ham then towards the last minute or two of the round, uh, followed by a hard right hand, uh, but a much slower pace than what Ham would have wanted. And a much slower base than what she usually fights. Now, they made the, the case in commentary, and, and probably rightly so, that you know she is a striker that's used to fighting people who are wanting to take her down. And she knew Stamp wouldn't take her down, so she adjusted her game. Now, I'm not sure if that's the best thing. Like, her, her game and what she's best at is, I think, bringing the storm. And she didn't do it. She didn't bring the storm. She really, really didn't. And it allowed Stamp, I think... To work her way into the fight, and she did that very, very well. But um, at the end of the first round, you would have said, "This is not the pace Ham wants to be fighting at," but she's still winning, and I think that was the case. In the second round, Stamp started way quicker, and obviously this this fight and all the fights apart from the uh, the uh, uh, my time are are scored as a whole. 
and not round by round. Stamp started with a flurry of kicks in the second round. Ham just seemed a little bit off the pace then. So she was finding a slower pace, Stamp up the pace, and it feels like Ham just couldn't kind of find that pace. Some more nice kicks from Stamp. Ham did check a couple of them, but they were kind of leg, body, leg, body, head type of things from Stamp, and they were very, very nice. Ham clinched immediately then after those leg kicks uh, started to kind of add up. Um, but um, Stamp fought it off pretty well and landed a nice combo after it. Um, and I think there was a, one shot that changed his fight a little bit uh, from that point. Stamp, up to that point, she was kind of landing all her shots offensively. Then she landed a counter right hand at one stage. And I think it changed the way Ham fought a little bit. Um and there wasn't as much offense because I think she was a little bit wary of that counter right hand coming again. And Stamped in was able to open up a little more. She landed two hard leg kicks, two more kicks straight afterward. And then Ham actually countered her with a straight left and knocked her down. Now, it was a big knockdown and everyone, well, it was it was a knockdown and everyone reacted to it. I think it was more kind of a an off balance. She hit her hard. I think she was off balance and fell back. I don't think she was badly hurt. I don't think, like, if, if Stamp was just allowed to stand up and walk by herself, I don't think she would have been stumbling or anything. I don't think it was one of them, but it was a good knockdown, and it was because Stamp got aggressive. Ham landed on top then, um, but there was no, just nothing from her there. Um, um, Stamp almost went for more. She The second armbar looked like it could have been on. Didn't get a great replay of it, so I'm not sure. The first one definitely wasn't, but um, a good closeout, I suppose, for Stamp there. Start to the third then. Um, Ham was cage clinching here. So she'd kind of given up on the strike. And there wasn't much for takedowns in the middle of the cage. to try to push her against the uh, the defense. Um, Stamp kind of got free. Immediately landed a right hand. Um, and once she did that, it, it did feel like everything that's... Um, Ham had to throw at her, she'd thrown at her. She tried to take her down, she tried to push her against the cage, she tried to be aggressive, she tried to counter, none of it was really working. Like, it was working a little bit, but it was not as working as well as what Stamp had done. Um, and then Stamp threw that lovely right hand to the body. And it was more the solar plexus, I think, than the liver. Now, I might be wrong, maybe watching it again, we'll see that. Uh, and dropped her with it, and hit her with a second one, and she went down, and the referee came in and stopped it, um, as Ham kind of turned over and winced in pain. And a lovely finish for for Stamp. But, you know, I, I picked uh, Ham coming in, uh, but I was I was sorely mistaken, and even if this body shot hadn't landed, I think Stamp was on the way to winning anyway. If I'm being honest, um, I think even though the early parts of the fight were won by Ham, I think Stamp was beginning to land the bigger shots, the more hard for shots, and when the fight is scored as a whole as well, um, I think um, I think it was definitely going her way. So a very good performance, a performance that got better and better throughout the fight. Plus, she gets the finish, and it was absolutely massive. So, fantastic win for Sam. She is the new um, strawweight champion over in uh, in one championship, and she thoroughly deserves it. You know, she's been on an insane run. I um, I saw Grabaka Hitman tweeting about it as well, that it's more impressive than she, anything she's done in the other sports. And I, I feel like with Stamp as well, and the reason I kind of picked against her was I wasn't sure was her progression there yet, but it is. It really is. She looked sensational in there tonight. She, I, I, I believe like 
And do you know what? The one thing I don't like about one sometimes is when the refs warn them for action too much, especially in a five-round title fight. Let them let them fight it a bit. Like, and I'm all for action, as everyone knows. When I talk about the judging criteria and all, but let them let them fight it out a bit, especially early. Uh, if there's no action in this third, fourth round, absolutely warn them. But um, I think she. As I said, worked her way into the fight and intelligently did it as well. So a very, very good performance there from Stamp. And a star is born because she is really a star. You know, she does the dance and she's fun and exciting and is a good look and all of that. So I think it's uh, I think it's really, really good for one championship. And you know, um, she came out afterwards and she was like, you know, Angela Lee was my idol and I'm, you know, delighted to have the title that she held and all. And obviously after fighting Angela before in her career, absolutely massive. So brilliant and a great win for, for Stamp there. Um, it was one of four women in four different uh, fights on the main card in four different disciplines, which was very interesting. Uh, the second one was the Muay um, Thai. Um, Smila Sundell against Alicia Rodriguez, and by God, was Sundell impressive. Now everyone knows, you know me with uh, the Mai Tai. I like watching it, and maybe I'm, I'm, I don't have the, as much knowledge on Mai Tai as I have on MMA or anything. But uh, I, I watch it and I enjoy it. And uh, Sundell, maybe my favorite Mai Tai fighter. If I'm being a little bit biased there, she was so she's only 18 years of age, which I didn't know until afterwards. Absolutely fantastic. She just came out. She actually said she had a slow start. Even though she came out and threw about 30 punches in the first 10 seconds of the fight. Um, Rodriguez was not landing as many, but she was probably landing a little bit harder throughout parts of the first round. Uh, left hook from Rodriguez put a swelling on the face of uh, of Sundell. Uh, and then she kind of, Rodriguez started pushing her back a little bit. Sundell rocked her bad, though, with a left hand, left hook towards the end of the first round. Um, and it looked at that, so it looked before that, as if all the power was from Rodriguez and Sundell would have to beat her with pace or whatever. But after that, it was like, mm, maybe not actually. She can beat her with pace and power, as showed. Insane pace at the start of the second, landing a lot with Sundell. Rodriguez was not landing like she landed in round one. You know, she just wasn't landing the power shots that she landed in round one at all. Uh, definitely Sundell round there. Round three, the clinch by Rodriguez is what she went for here, but she kept getting hurt on the break. By the left hook, there was a bit of an elbow there at one stage. Uh, Rodriguez is constantly clinching, but Sindel was running, winning it. And she was winning it up until she hit her and hurt her and put a barrage on her towards the end of that third round. I think what, what was uh, what was left in it only two, was it two seconds? Yeah, two seconds of the third round left and the referee came in and stopped and I think he was right because Rodriguez was getting tired and there was nothing coming back and those shots were adding up and adding up and adding up. So a great win there for Sundell. And if you're not maybe a big fan of my that would be a good fight to get you into it. Really, really good win there. Then the grappling, um, we had Danielle Kelly against uh, Jessica Kahn. Um, you know, maybe not the the best grappling match I've had in a while. And obviously, when I I was described the grappling, I would say, "Bear with me here. What am I? Do I really know what's going on here?" But um, I thought Kelly was very aggressive early. She pushed her against the cage. Um, uh, Jessica pulls guard, but Kelly kind of just held her up with that body triangle. Um. There was a few leg attacks from Jessa, but she couldn't get past the knee line. There wasn't much there. Kind of a 50-50 then at one stage uh, before Daniel Kelly got on top. Uh, Can 
tried a knee bar, but Kelly easily kind of moves to the top again. But then she got reversed. Uh, Jessica Ann got the back, and I looked at that stage like, oh, this could be over. She looked like she was getting the arm under the... F- uh, the uh, under, when across the, the gin under the gin across the neck at one stage but she didn't turned it into a face crank but she didn't really have that either Kelly then did a great job of getting out kind of wormed her way out got on top and then she got a toehold catch uh, which the referee called the catch so that counted and that put her ahead um, Jessica got on top after that but they stood up it's a body triangle again against the cage that didn't really come to much lovely trip from Kelly then um, she got on top Jessel attacked the legs late but there was nothing there no good and uh, Daniel Kelly ended up taking the belt and I think deservedly so after that not not the, the best in the world but um, a, a good win for Kelly who I believe had lost to uh, to Cam before um, I I think the oddest fight of the night was definitely uh, Jing Yang Zhang uh, against Wonder Girl uh, it was basically a boxing match they had shoes on there was no kicks, no takedowns. You were allowed to clinch, apparently, but then they went to a clinch at one stage and the referee just immediately broke it up, so I don't know. Uh, there was no real spinning back fists or anything like that. There was a few back fists, maybe like this, or a few hammer fists. There was a few punches to the back of the head throughout the fight, but it was just odd. Yeah, I don't think this... Is, I, I like the mixed rules fights, but maybe not the, these rules. I don't think they made much sense, but... Um, I thought it was real low quality, to be honest. Now, Jinyan Zhang is a very good fighter. I've talked about her many times before. But her style is kind of, you know, full on. You know, she goes forward, whales her shots in. But the thing about that is in MMA, when that happens, you can get into a clinch or maybe you can take someone down or you can turn a position from it or turn around and throw an elbow or throw a kick and stuff. Well, you can't really do that in boxing, so it just turns into someone with their head down whiffing shots inside. And it didn't look aesthetically great now, to be honest. Something that would work in mixed martial arts, as I said, but not really in this. Um, And I thought Wonder Girl was actually... uh, getting the better of it i think she was was the faster fighter she was landing the better jabs better combinations um uh, Xin Yang was throwing the hooks um landed a couple but not a lot it was a lot of head down stuff um and rich franklin and i saw a few people actually were were, uh, were favoring Xin Yang, but not me to be honest um the second dog became closer and i think the pace was suiting Xin Yang. um and it kind of turned into, she turned it into a war of attrition and Wonder Girl, I don't think, was able for that, to be honest. Um, now, the, the second was close, but the third really wasn't. It was exchanges early, Jing Yang thrown harder. But again, I thought Wonder Girl was landing a little bit better, but then, uh, and Jing Yang was landing almost nothing. But either was Wonder Girl. And I think that was a problem when she started to get tired. Jing Yang just didn't. And then she landed a few hard shots late. Um... And uh, ended up getting the finish with a few seconds left as well. I think the ref was right to come in and stop it. I think Wonder Girl was so tired at that stage. I think she was taking a few unanswered shots against the kid. So, yeah, I I, I don't think it was the most aesthetically pleasing custom rules fight ever. I really like the other ones. I really like the Rod Tang, uh, Demetrius one. But this one, no, not not for me. Maybe 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 they need to tweak it a little bit. Um. So yeah, but a good win for uh, Jing Yang Zhang and she will go back and I'm sure we'll be fighting in MMA next. Uh, then we had the epic 
between John Lineker and Stephen Lawman really really enjoyed this fight round one John Lineker was coming out and pressuring more than he has lately now people are probably thinking what, oh, Sean what are you talking about John Lineker always pressures but if you watch his latest fights he hasn't he, maybe not that he hasn't been pressuring but he hasn't been pressuring well now he didn't pressure brilliantly here but I think he has, did pressure a lot more than he has recently um Loman was just kicking all areas. He was kicking the legs. He was kicking high. He was kicking low. Um, John Lineker was throwing these big hooks like old. And it really did look like a bit of a vintage John Lineker performance here, which was a lot of huffing and huffing and maybe not a lot of landing until he did. And then he hurt you. Um, Loman got a takedown about 80 seconds in, got into half guard, took the back. Um, John Lineker got on top, but Lawman got up, and there was a clinch battle for a while, and then they kind of exchanged leg kicks in the the end of a fun first round. Round two just very messy, very messy round two. I'm not, I'm not talking up this fight as well as I did at the, at the start, but it was yeah, it, it, it was a good first round and, and a messy second round, but a good third round. Then um, there's a few like a, a barrage, a load of failed takedowns from Lawman. A few straight lefts were landed, but then there was a clash of heads. Um, very little landing after that. Loman started to get aggressive, uh, which allowed John Lineker to land a few, and that was a brilliant, brilliant uh, part of the fight for John Lineker. But then there was an eye poke, which kind of broke the momentum again. Loman uh, got a nice kick to the body and then landed a right hand. Lineker re- really wasn't anything landing anything lovely until uh, a, a, a landing anything until a lovely left hook, uh, basically. Uh, the only one he landed uh, when going forward all of the shots he was landing were kind of um, counters so him going forward didn't really land any until that one late and then a more came um, he landed another left hooked in as Loman was entering uh, and then a knee from Loman late was another nice, nice shot <clears throat> in the third round did nice right hand from John Lineker then the kind of the body to head shot from Lineker was good. I think Lohman slowed down maybe a little bit, and Lineker was fine in that range. Um, then there was a low blow. He stopped the takedown, and then there was a low blow. Uh, Lohman landed a couple of head kicks. Lineker landed a combination, a few jabs from Lohman. Uh, Lohman almost got a takedown, but uh, John Lineker got on top and got in half guard. Up quick again. Uh, Lineker was kind of jeering him late, but he didn't land anything. And Lohman, I thought, landed three shots straight down the middle. Very close fight. Uh, Lineker got the win. Honestly, I think I, I probably would have leaned to Lohman if I'm being honest. But again, you know, fight scored as a whole, does it really give us a clear winner? As opposed to the 10 by month system, I would say not. But a good fight. Maybe I didn't do it justice there. Uh, and maybe I, I enjoyed it more than um, the facts would, would say about it. But yeah, uh, good win for John Lineker. And he'll probably get a title shot again now after that, I would say. Then we had a Muay Thai bout between Dmitry Minishkov and Rungnery. This is probably the most impressive performance of the night. Dmitry was just an absolute animal. Rungnery landed some lovely leg kicks early. And then he landed some arm kicks absolutely reddened up the arm of Dimitri huge uppercut from Dimitri though was the turning point in this um, he got two knockdowns after that um, then Rungnery absolutely rocked him with a straight left but then Dimitri got another knockdown and a knockout uh, the first one was a right hand 
after a combo the second was a kind of a right hand and he fell in stages and the third one in was an uppercut that finished him was a brutal fight uh, that only went uh, and when I say brutal I mean brutally good that only went for what two and a half minutes ish uh, and fantastic this uh, Minishkov is an absolute monster altogether and destroyed Rungnery really a destruction so that was very good then we had Edward Foylong and Amir Khan there's the, Edward Foylong has been around for a long time but by god was there uh, was there some gas in the old dog absolutely brilliant Ken came out and he was the fan favourite you know in Singapore um, and he looked good early landing a hard job Foylong just wasn't moving you know he wasn't himself Can was light on his feet, light on his toes, landed a lovely leg kick. He was coming forward a bit and landing. Uh, Foylong was coming forward a bit and landing, but the jab of Can was just better. Um, Foylong got a takedown after the kick, but he kind of let him up straight away. There was a left hook from Can. Then there was a clinch from Foylong, but he got out quick again. Not much late, definitely a Can round there if you were scoring it round by round. They exchanged leg kicks early, and I think that was interesting because... I felt like Khan was winning that reach battle in the first. But when they kind of... When they landed at the same type type of range, I think that was kind of advantage Foylong at that stage. And he started to land better shots. Um, Khan was getting his jab out and he was landing his double jab. And when he did that, he was doing well and controlling the range. But wasn't happen, happening as much in the second round. And he was getting... I think he was getting a little bit too picky with his shots. I think he was doing too well in the first round and thought he could kind of coast. And I definitely think he was coasting in the third. But, um, you know, Herb was kind of getting him at, at him to work in the second round. You know, they were, they were throwing a lot of shots, but not landing, I think, uh, until Can wobbled him with a left hook in the last 10 seconds. That was a very, very good shot. And as I said, in the third, Can was just coasting. Uh, Foylong was getting closer and hitting the body. Um, and then it came, you know, there was a one-two that didn't land, and then a big left hook after it knocked him down hard, and then a coffin nail on the ground knocked him out. <laughs> and I think Foylong just stayed in there and stayed in there and stayed in there and ended up getting the finish. There was a lot of late finishes in this one and a very, very good one there. So, you know, can look to be the better fighter throw, but Foylong, you know, the the old dog for the hard road and went in there and got the finish. Uh, the probably, the, well, the same could be said for Sorelli in the next fight and definitely not for, for Elliot, I think, anyway, early. Although, he, he did get injured, so he, the fight ended with uh, an arm injury after round one. I wonder when it happened. I wonder did it happen when Paul Ali was throwing a big shot early, maybe, because it was wild early, both were thrown. There seemed like there was a clash of heads in there or something, but maybe it was him pulling his arm out. Um, but Chirelli got the pressure and the clinch, an easy takedown into the half guard, got the daggers and he handcuff. Maybe it happened there, actually. Uh, but he did very little for ages, landed a few to the body, Few to the face, not much. Uh, could have been stood up, I think, at one stage. Got side control for the last 30 seconds, and it was absolutely nothing at all in side control until he landed a big elbow lead and cut Elliot open. But I think Elliot would have been able to continue, but the arm was injured, uh, and they stopped it between rounds. So another win for Chirelli there, and, and a, a loss for Elliot. Um, I, look, I think Chirelli probably would have won it anyway, even though I picked uh, <laughs> well, I picked Chirelli first and then I, I turned my back and I picked Elliot as one of my bets of the week. Uh, but obviously that didn't happen. And um, yeah, the arm injury ends it there. Uh, then we had Aston Powell against um, uh, Rambolek, which was very fun, might I. Rambolek, only 20 years of age. They both stunned each other like immediately with right hands. <laughs> it was unreal. Rambleck was throwing bombs. Huge spinning elbow from Tin Pau, who was landing the better, I think, in the first round. Tin Pau draw, drew blood with the right hand. Uh, 
and the elbow that had landed earlier definitely helped um, the spinning elbow. Um, picked his shots better than after that, definitely round one for, for Tim Powell. Uh, Rambalek landed a lot of leg kicks, and he landed a lot in round one, actually, as well. Tim um got more aggressive, but he was he was still eating them. Um, there was an eye poked in from Tim Powell, and it was turned into kind of a war after that big right hand for Tim Powell. Then there was six or seven punches and a knee combo from Tim Powell. Close enough round, but he I think he looked good in it. Um, and then another third round finish, big right hand, and then a kick as he fell from uh, Tin Pound. A lovely, lovely, lovely finish there. Very smooth and uh, very violent as well. Um, and in the opening fight of the night was between Blake Cooper and Maurice Abedi in MMA. Abedi, who was the striker, was landing long right hands. Cooper, who was the wrestler, was hitting the body. Uh, and he was trying to storm in for takedowns, but this was very much a great example of how a long striker be- beats a guy who just wants to wrestle and who just wants to clinch you. Um, I bet he defended well uh, for the takedown against the cage, a really prolonged aspect uh, of, of clinching here. Uh, Cooper was just relentless with his cage takedown attempts, but they were no good. Um, goody a Betty body kicks when they broke, but he he got too close a few times and he got clinched again. But the the longer it went, the easier he got out. The better takedown defense he showed, the easier it was. And he landed some nice kicks and nice punches. Um, there was one Cooper shot, uh, but a Betty put in a barrage, hurt him with a big elbow, and he stopped him late in round one. And it really was. Uh, a show of how a one-dimensional wrestler is going to get beaten by a talented striker. And that's really what happened in, in that one. And um, I bet he got the win. So, um, yeah, that was the card in totality. Uh, a really, really good card. Uh, I'll just run through the, the results again. Um, in the opening fight of the night, Mario Sabetti got the TKO in round one with elbows and punches. Round three went in for Asatin Powell in the Muay Thai uh, against Rambolek. Mauro Cirelli beat Paul Elliott uh, with a doctor stoppage after round one with the arm injury. Edward Fialong, uh got the left hook round three finish over Amir Khan. Um, there was a KO for Dmitry Miniskov in the Muay Thai. Uh, against Rungnari, John Lineker beat Stephen Lamann by unanimous decision. Uh, Jing Yang beat uh, Wonder Girl in the custom rules boxing. Basically, Danielle Kelly outpointed Jessica in the grappling. Uh, Simila Sundel finished uh, Alicia Rodriguez in the third round of the one flyweight championship Muay Thai fight. And the one strawweight champion is now Stamp Fairtex after she beat Sohi Ham for the belt vacated moments before by Angela Lee. All right, everyone, we will leave it there. Thank you very much for tuning in. Tuning in. My name is Sean Sheehan for SureDog.com, and I'll see you all next time.